horrible. That was terrible. They keep getting worse. I started laughing before I did it. Oh, I made him laugh. Yeah. You did. Thanks for downloading this episode of Backstage with the Simple Church Podcast. Or maybe you downloaded the wrong thing. Yeah, you stumbled <laughs> upon this. That's hard to do on the internet, but if somehow you found this randomly, we're glad you're here. That was Scott pathetically doing Very the intro. Pathetically. The intro scream. That's right. My name's Evan Samanko. Producer Jordan Phillips is over there. And we are joined by a fantastic guest today, Emily Ward. Emily Ward. Basketball, let's say sensation. I was going to say phenom. (laughs) Phenom. That's a good one. Mm. Mm, If you don't know anything about Emily, we're going to talk to her today because she is from the Shreveport-Bossier area, went to Benton High School, and is a national champion, Scott, on the LSU women's basketball team. Team captain and national champion. Wow, yes. congratulations. <laughs> so Thank you. We are going to get into your story, but first, Emily, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about growing up, and then we're coming off of Mother's Day, and we want to talk about your mom because that's our connection. I know your mom pretty well. She runs Raylana here and is a basketball coach herself. Oh, so, Raylana. Scott's heard stories about Raylana. Mm, I have folded, <laughs> I have folded you many did come a cold, one time. Uh, cold, many a cloth, a cloth Thank for you. Mallory Samaka for Raylana. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So tell us about you, Emily. Um, yeah, so I grew up in Bozier, from Bozier. I went to school in Benton High School, or in Benton the whole time. Um, I lived in the same house my whole life until I moved to Baton Rouge. It's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Wow. Yeah. I graduated in 2019, and I've been playing for LSU for my four years of college. I graduated in December in mass communications, and now I'm working on my master's degree. That's Did so. you awesome. go to LSU on a basketball scholarship? So I was a preferred walk-on Ooh. freshman year. Which, Scott, mm-hmm. I looked that up because I did the research preferred. and found out about her and found out what that means. Do you know what a preferred walk-on is? I have no idea. Emily, tell them what a preferred walk-on yeah, is. Yeah, so they recruited me during high school, but they didn't have – they had already signed the people in my class, so they didn't have an open scholarship. So I was preferred walk-on, which means that, you know, they still recruited me. It's not like I had to go and try out for the team. Like, I was already on the team. Um, I get like the obviously like the free gear and everything related to basketball, just they don't pay for my schooling, like my classes and textbooks. And that's the only difference. In so, short, it seems like a scam. In short, they say, <laughs> We want you to come play, yeah. but we have no we money. We want you to come play right. and warm our bench. But <laughs> we're not going to pay for anything you're going to learn. While but it's you're better here. than just an open tryout where somebody just walks well, up. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, basically, recruiting. it's like we're going to throw a bunch of swag at you. That's right. And Emily won't do this, Scott. And you're not a big basketball guy. Jordan, you a basketball guy? Jordan's I'm sorry. Baseball. I'm sorry. I'm going to be 100% honest. Basketball to me is one of the single most boring sports. Oh, my ever. Lord. Well, Emily's great and is going to overcome that for you today. You're going to leave a basketball fan. In my opinion, and, and I'm not saying I'm right by any means, I know it's a very popular. <laughs> I did not yeah, know this I like, before. I like college basketball more than I prefer college. I like watching it. Right. See, mm-hmm. I prefer college sports over professional sports because they're still at least, I feel like, trying to become something. That's right. So, Scott, this isn't going to mean anything to you, and Emily won't do this, but I'm going to read some of her high school stats because she was not just a high school hey, basketball player. I know the stats. She was an incredible high school basketball player. 2,442 career points, 1,700 rebounds, 328 steals in four years. 18 points a game on average, 12 and a half rebounds, led the team to 104 and 34 four year record, three time 14A district champion, made it to the state semifinals her junior year, and were the 2019 4A Louisiana State runner up, first team all district, first team all Bozier Parish all four years, USA Today, all USA Louisiana girls basketball team, winner of the LHSAA 2019 Horizon Award. I don't even know what that one is, but it sounds impressive. Senior year basketball awards, you got the 2019 All American. 4.12 GPA, all-star participant, and a 2019 scholarship recipient. So. And yet, was a preferred walk-on. <laughs> <laughs> LSU is a big school, Scott. You have all that, yeah. and they're like, eh, That is an impressive maybe. high school basketball career. Yes. Absolutely. And we'll brag on you so you don't have to about yourself. My high school <laughs> career was not nearly that stellar. I've been saving this story, and this is personal trauma I'm working through. The last <laughs> time I played organized basketball in fifth grade for Bozier Parks and Recreation... <laughs> I was terrible. I never got to play. My very last game I ever played, I came in with like a minute and a half left. I got fouled, and I had a chance to win the game if I made two free throws, tie if I made one, and I missed both. Oh! And I never played organized basketball again. I bet you did. I was done. Sorry. I tried out oh. in seventh grade for Cope Middle School. Didn't make it. I bet you they <laughs> the were bad taste booing in my mouth. you. Oh, it was horrible. Because kids are mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially in sports. Absolutely. So, Emily, <laughs> you have an incredible career. We're going to get into LSU story because it is, man, just an amazing story. I think a lot of people, it turned them on to women's basketball, college basketball this year. It was a great story. But let's talk about your mom a minute because we're coming off Mother's Day. But hope you had guys had a great Mother's Day. But talk about your mom and her influence her life and her own basketball career. Yeah, so she grew up, she went to Airline High School. Go Bikes. Went to Green Acres, Apollo, the whole shebang. Um, she first went to play basketball at Baylor. Um, so she played there for her first two years, and then she transferred to Tulane. So she played there her last two years. So she was at Baylor and Tulane for basketball. Um, she still played, when she was at Tulane, she played under the coach that's still coaching today. So... And then after coaching, she, or not after coaching, after playing, she got a job with Gatorade. So she was working for Gatorade. And then she became a high school teacher and a coach. So she was at Bozier High School for, I don't know how long, but a little bit. And then she went to Benton when I was in kindergarten. Hold on. So she's been what, at Benton High School all the time. What did she do for Gatorade? <laughs> Just So she went around, sure. yeah, she went around to a bunch of different schools, um, like different high schools and stuff and was trying to sell them, like put their Gatorade, like in the vending machine, like make them a Gatorade school uh, in Texas. That's like a whole big shebang. Big or whatever. I like so the she word shebang. Market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So yeah, she did marketing for Gatorade for a while. That's cool. But has been an accomplished coach herself. And I want to so know. So you're part of a dynasty, as they say. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. But what did she do to get you to not hate basketball? Because you hear the horror stories <laughs> of parents growing up. Well, if they're really into something, right? That you push your kids, you want them to do the things you do. And you obviously fell in love with basketball. You put a lot of your life into basketball. How was that like growing up? What did she do to encourage you? And maybe if it's a parent listening or somebody of the right things your mom did. Yeah, she, the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she let me play whatever sport I wanted to play. It wasn't like, oh, I could only play basketball because that's what she liked. Like, I was literally on the swim team. I did gymnastics for a year. I hated it, but she let me do it. Um, you know, I did softball. So soccer was my main sport up until high school because the way that, you know, Bozier Parish works, I did competitive soccer in Shreveport all year. Like year round, Cabosa. but then basketball is only for a specific season. Right? Did you do Cabosa? so? I did do Cabosa. Yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I did that up until eighth grade, and then when I got to high school, the basketball season and the soccer season are at the same time. So I made the soccer team. I did all the soccer workouts for Benton High School, and then we got the schedule, and I could only make like four soccer games because I wasn't. I knew that I wasn't going to miss basketball. Like I wanted basketball was my main sport and. I told the coach that ahead of time. Um, so then I just went with basketball. But I think she just – she knew that I always loved basketball, and she just didn't, like, push me to only play basketball. She let me play everything else. And the same thing with my brother, too. So he loved baseball and basketball, and then she just kind of let him choose, and he also picked basketball. So there you go. Is he as decorated as you are in his basketball he, He's pretty good. He's he's a good shooter. He can shoot the ball very well. When y'all so. play one on one, who wins though? Um. Well, we haven't played it. in a long. Uh -huh. We haven't done it in a long time because we used to get in fights a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> we kind of banned that from our house. Sounds about right. Horse. Y'all yeah. <laughs> ever play horse? We do. Okay. It, it's kind of even. It's okay. pretty even. I would say. What mm -hmm. about with your moms in there? Who wins out of the three, y'all? You have to let. It used to be my mom, but now I think it's one of the kids. Her. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I think we passed her. No, on Mother's Day, uh, all the time. Uh, she said no. She never let us win. She never let us win. <laughs> Not my house. That's right. <laughs> so you have a great mom. You have a great upbringing. You have this high school career, and then you go to LSU. You're a preferred walk-on, and there's a lot of turnover and turmoil, and then the whole COVID thing happens, right? So walk us through a little bit of your beginning years at oh, LSU. Yeah. Didn't even figure yes. that in. Yeah, it's kind of mm -hmm. a big deal, Scott. Yeah. You might have heard of it. Yeah. That was my freshman year. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'll start back. I my top three choices going into college, like what I where I wanted to go, what I was gonna do was play basketball at LSU and be a preferred walk-on, or just go to LSU in general. Or my other school that I was highly focusing on was Nickel State down in Thibodeau. Yeah. So that was my second choice. Um, but the just like looking at the stuff that I got from LSU and it being 
the type of school that it is. I just thought the pros were a lot better than if I was a scholarship player at any other school. Um, and just my family loves LSU. So I just like I've always wanted to go to LSU. So it just kind of outweighed everything. Um, but yeah, I go. I go to LSU probably, I think it was like two and a half weeks after I graduated high school. Um, I also signed very late. Well, technically like signed, but I committed or whatever in like April. And normally you sign the beginning of your senior year or whatever. So it was just all like very fast pace for me. Um, so yeah, I graduated high school, went down for summer school. I was in a geology class. That was my <laughs> first class at LSU. Sounds horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, we all were working out the whole summer. It was fun. It was just new. I was living with my aunt because she lives down here and I couldn't move into my apartment until August. Um, freshman year was good. I, I was just a very... I wouldn't say naive, but I didn't like know what to expect because college basketball and college sports are just completely different than high school. Just the teamwork and the, I mean, basketball, if you're just talking about basketball, it's a lot faster pace. Mm. So um, just kind of adjusting to all of that. And then, you know, then we started fall classes and just we had classes in the morning and then practice in the afternoon. Um, so I was just kind of rolling with it. And then, I remember in March of my freshman year, we had played the SEC tournament, played in the SEC tournament. What was your record? Do you remember? I have no idea. I got you. No problem. I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) But we were, we were predicted to make the NCAA tournament. So we were, we were pretty good. Yeah. Um, And then we did the SEC tournament and that next week they were like, okay, everything's shut down. And we were like, what's happening? (laughs) And like, with the how SEC basketball works, the girls' tournament is one weekend, and then the boys is the following weekend. And it was the week between those two tournaments that everything got canceled. So then I pack up my dorm, come back to Bossier, um, because I I went home. My grandmother at the time was living with us. Well, she still lives with the, my parents, but she had cancer. She had breast cancer at the mm-hmm. time. So we, our household was on like total lockdown. I don't think I went anywhere from like May 20th until the beginning of June. Like, wow. you know, yeah, everything, um, which luckily she beat it. She beat her cancer. That's but yeah, awesome. so it was just, we with basketball coach, Nikki Fargus, who was our coach at the time. She was like, no one knows what's happening. Just go home and be with your family and spend this time with your family. So we would have like biweekly Zoom meetings just to check up on everyone. But that's pretty much it. Um, and then I don't even, I think I came for the second session that summer after COVID. So I like, didn't come back to LSU until like July or maybe it was August. I don't remember, but we got tested so many times. I mean, it was at one point it was every single day. It was just insane we were we all got vaccinated we didn't we weren't forced to get vaccinated but they were like highly recommended because if a person on the other team had covid then we would have to sit out and it was just a whole mess did you have to play those Um, weird shields on your face too (laughs) we we had the yeah we had the gators for a while they didn't make us wear them while we were practicing but if we were on the sideline we were supposed to wear them so yeah it's a crazy time and somebody listened to this a long time from now is like is that really what happened? Well, yeah. see, I think the the I think right there they should have just went to street ball because then you're outside. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a little more complicated. Out. Yeah, yeah, just street yeah. ball. Like, That's right. You know, no one can watch the game anyway. That's I mean, true. right? There was yeah. nobody in the stands, so yeah, it's just street ball. Yeah, it was very limited. Play outside. Yeah, yeah. There you go, <laughs> Scott. Solution, man. I'm telling you, solve all these problems. <laughs> Put me in the yeah, government. So <laughs> you have that obviously very complicated season. Y'all do get to play right, and that's your sophomore year. Go through that. Yeah. And then that's when everything starts to turn over, right? Going into your junior year. Yes. So I, so a lot of people don't know this, but I actually, Coach Nikki Fargus gave me a scholarship for the next year. Um, mm, for your junior so year. So I had earned this for my junior year. Yes, sir. So I'd earned the scholarship in two years. So I'd have like two and two. Well, then she was like, oh, I'm going to be the president at the Las Vegas Aces. So that's where she is. She's the president of the WNBA team there. And so, like, she left. All of our coaches left. My scholarship, like, gone. And, wait, wait, yeah. wait. 
So because she left, you lost your scholarship? Right. The new coach gets to decide. How is that fair? It's not. It's the way it was. It's ridiculous. I would that would be my first thing to do is change that. (laughs) As president. As president. (laughs) But yeah, so the um, the LSU administration brought us in. I mean, there were only nine of us at the time. Um where were the rest of the like the other team, the other players had decided to transfer or Mm-hmm. it's pretty common right when yeah. a new coach comes in they kind of go and want to start well fresh. this was before okay. this was before coach Which Vargas quit I have a very dumb, not quit. I have a very dumb question we're ready how okay. many players do you normally have on a basketball team 15 okay thank right. you yeah good <laughs> so, that's right somebody listening might not know that. I didn't know yeah mm-hmm. yeah so She's like, okay, I'm going to the ACES. So administration brings us in. They're like, we don't know who we're going to get. We'll let y'all know as soon as we know. And we're like, okay, well, like that's like the same information that we've had. <laughs> yeah, not helpful. Like, <laughs> so then we were hearing all these rumors about, you know, Coach Mulkey coming or different people. And I remember this specific conversation I had with my mom. And I was like, mom, I, do you think Mulkey will come here? Because at that time, it was just like mind-blowing that she would so let's be pause. my coach. For the Scots of the world, tell us about who Kim Mulkey is. I actually yeah. know. Who okay, she is, good. I'm proud you. of you. That's right. <laughs> because I asked somebody though. <laughs> That's good. You at least asked. Tell us about Kim Mulkey. Yeah. If okay. people don't know Kim who Mulkey, she was, she's was my coach at LSU. She's still the coach at LSU, but before that, she coached at Baylor. An icon. For a, yeah, uh, for a long time, she won multiple national championships. Yeah, she was a player at Louisiana Tech and assistant coach at Louisiana Tech. Um, she grew up in Tickfall, Louisiana. Which is ah, only about the old tick fall. <laughs> yeah. So she's like she's the only player or the only person who has won a national championship as a player, assistant coach, and head coach. Pretty incredible. I can yeah. <laughs> and she's won a national championship at two different universities, which is like is ridiculous. Baylor and LSU. And LSU, LSU. right. Mm-hmm. One of the most accomplished yeah. coaches, women's sports of anything yeah. possible. In the Hall of Fame. Who is mm-hmm. it? Who is it that we know that played with her at Tech or knew her? Maybe it was McConaughey. I think we have Bill a weird connection mm-hmm. with not a weird connection. We have a connection. There was somebody who went to school with her or played with her or had some kind of connection with her. Kurt Joyner, I think, was there. Yeah, I think it was Kurt Joyner. Yeah, yeah as simple church person. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I went off my own little tangent there. But anyway, back to you. I feel like everyone is like knows Mulkey in some, some way. way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> So Kim Mulkey might be coming in the rumors there. Are y'all nervous? Are you excited about that? What are you feeling as you hear that might be the new coach? Yeah, I think we were all excited. We definitely didn't know if she would actually leave Baylor. We were all just very curious. Um, I remember the first like headline or whatever that we saw. It was like Kim Mulkey is coming to LSU. And we're like, guys, this is not happening. Like she's not gonna leave Baylor. Um, like this is just rumors. And then they brought us in. And they were like, or the LSU administration brought us in. And they're like, okay, so we've hired Kim Mulkey. So were y'all like the first to know that we that were like, was public? Whoa. Well, so we knew. So they told us that. And our like literally our jaws dropped. We were like, holy moly, this is happening. <laughs> and they're like, okay, she's coming for a press conference the next day. So like literally the following day we met her. And then we're like, wow, this is insane. Um, and then we walk out of the meeting and we look on our phones and it's like everywhere on social media. So they had told us right before they released it, because also at the time or before they told us that it was her, um, Kayla Pointer was texting one of the Baylor players like, hey, is this true? Has Mulkey said anything to y'all? And the Baylor girl was like, no, she hasn't said anything. Which later we found out while we were having our meeting with the LSU administration, she was telling the Baylor girls. Exact same time. So, yeah. So they told us right before everything was published. And then it was just like, boom, boom. Mulkey's here. We're meeting her. Everything is just crazy. I remember that. It made ESPN. I mean, it was a big deal. Oh, yeah. seeing when she was coming and when her own style <laughs> made it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the big announcement and drew the attention. So you're there. And do you feel like oh my gosh, is she going to clean house and do all new players? Are you confident you're going to be on the team? How do you feel? Well, there's that only point? nine of them. So how much clean house can she But do? when coaches come in, a lot of times they yeah. kind of pick their own people and they have their own connections and other people decommit from. Yeah, but school. if I'm coming from Baylor to LSU, I'm not going to be bringing anybody from Baylor. Baylor won a national championship, Scott. You don't want to talk about Baylor. Emily, tell us about it. <laughs> she brought, yeah, so she brought one girl 
See, from one Baylor. Girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody but, at Baylor, you're like, nah, <laughs> just take you. Um, but so I actually felt safe solely because I didn't have an athletic scholarship because when when she would have brought in her new players or the players that she brought, she obviously would make them get a scholarship. Precious. So it's almost like I didn't take up a spot on the team because she wasn't, they weren't paying for anything. So I feel very secure. I mean, it's still scary, obviously, that sure. she could be like, yeah, we're not going to have you on the team. But I definitely had a better chance of staying than a lot of the girls. It's just crazy to me that mm-hmm. you have a scholar, like not you, but like someone full ride, you're on an athletic scholarship. You've been there for two years. Some new coach can come in and go, well, you're done. Like how? That's not fair. That's not fair. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm all high pitched, but it's still not fair. (laughs) The injustice of it, Sky. You're right. Absolutely. So she comes in when you meet her. What's your first impression? What's your first meeting? Hater. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it was right before the press conference. She comes in and meets us and we're all, so how our locker room is designed. It's like you have her, podium here and like the whiteboard behind us behind her and then directly in front of her is like the line of lockers so our players are just like in a line and that's where our lockers are um but we were all just sitting in front of our lockers and she comes in and she just like looks at everyone and she goes down the line it was like i'm kim Mulkey, nice to meet you i'm kim Mulkey, nice to meet you I'm Kim Mulkey, nice to meet you. And then we're just like, oh my God, she's literally like touching our feet. <laughs> like, in awe. Was she friendly or was it yeah. just like, business? oh, she was so like, nice. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm Kim. Yeah, next. All right, I'm Kim. Like, she was, <laughs> no, she was like nice, like intentional with it. And then, yeah. And then, so she did that. And then she got to me because I was kind of towards the end. And she was like, I know your mom. I'm Kim Mulkey, nice to meet you. And I was like, oh. Whoa, yeah. So then did that put pressure on you, though? You're like, oh, crap, this lady knows my mom. (laughs) Well, I just knew. My mom had told me ahead of time that she knew Kim Mulkey, like she's talked to her before. Because my mom, they recruited my mom to go to Tech, but she chose Baylor instead. Like, while Kim was the coach at Tech, Louisiana Tech. But I I feel like it wasn't really pressure. Just like, oh, wow, she knows me and she knows who I am. So, and then she knew my mom. So it kind of, my mom's a great person. So hopefully she thought I was a great person too. Right. Absolutely. No doubt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, she goes and meets all of us. And then she's just like giving her little speech. I really don't remember what she said. It was just kind of like, this is a crazy time. Um, We're not going to really do anything in the summer because we have to move our entire lives over to Baton Rouge from Waco. Um, She was like, I don't really know what's happening. I'm, haven't done this in so many years so she was like y'all just gonna have to stay with us because at the time we were still i mean it was like april so we were still in school so she's like we won't obviously have any practices or anything until later so just finish school have a good summer or beginning of the summer so and did all of that nine end up staying for the next year so it was seven of us that stayed wow so two girls left Mm mm-hmm and then they, she was well, bringing it. Did they leave on their own or were they cut? Um, I'm honestly, I'm not really sure. I know one of them um, was one went to Mississippi, not Mississippi State. Um, what is that school? Ole Miss? Southern, Ole Miss. Miss. Southern, Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Southern Miss. And then one went to Stephen F. Austin. So they went to. Um, yeah, but that was like a. Pro- I don't know if they decided to leave or if Mulkey was like, Hey, I'm not offering you the scholarship. I'm, I mean, it was like a private meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure. You're not going to make it. So you might want to start looking for something else. (laughs) Um, but yeah. And then one of like, we had four freshmen coming in, three of them decided to still come to LSU. I think one, I think she did choose like on by herself to leave. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of all new to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know what was happening. <laughs> For sure. All right. So then the Kim Mulkey era begins that year you start. And is that when you find out you're going to be team captain? How did that work? So team captain was the year after. Okay, so this so is one more year before that. Yeah. Oh, geez, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's been a, it was a, I went through a lot. In you four did years. <laughs> for sure. So what was that junior year like? So junior year was good. Um, so in, so for basketball, we have preseason and this is the month of October and through NCAA rules, whatever, you can only practice for like 20 hours a week or something during that preseason. And, uh, or maybe it gets, I don't know. I don't know the exact number. Sure, but there's but, some restrictions. Yeah, but we knew that we were only eligible to practice four hours every single day. Like that was the maximum amount. It seems like And so we had heard from the Baylor players. Yeah, it was, <laughs> we had heard from the Baylor players that we were going to practice for four hours, like the whole time. And we were just like, what What could you possibly do in four hours? Like, that's so much time. Like, how do you not run out of stuff every single day to do? But we did it. We, the whole month of October was four-hour practices. How much did you practice with the other coach? Um, it was probably like an hour and 45. Dang. Very different practices. I was going to yeah. say like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Gotta stretch um, it but, out. All right, you're good. <laughs> yeah, but with Coach Mulkey... It was like four hour practices and it was hardcore practice the whole time. Like we didn't get water breaks. They obviously just like came and got it in between the drills. It was a lot of, we don't really condition by just running up and down the court. It's more of game like drills that we do all the time. Jeez. Yeah. Sounds terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it's hard. It's very hard. (laughs) Um, But we do that during the week week and then saturdays we practice or we scrimmage each other for like three hours every saturday Jeez. so very fun never had to <laughs> <Yeah>. do it <laughs> sounds like a great time <laughs> yeah committed um <laughs> junior year is good um we had a pretty good start to the season and then i tore my mcl in the last game before sec play and i'm like oh, dang it like sec is the best part Sure. Um, Dang it! It's a pretty mild response yeah. to that. Oh, <laughs> oh, my MCL's <laughs> broken. Was that the <laughs> the biggest injury you'd had in your career? I mm, uh, probably. I yeah. well, I my senior year of high school, I tore the ligaments in my ankle. Oof. Hey, me two too. Days. Yeah, it was left two ankle. Days <laughs> it was my left ankle. Hey, <laughs> you and I did it playing football. Peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I tore it two days before the playoff games started so it was bad timing sure um but yeah i tore it in the game a girl on my team went to block someone and then the girl on the opposing team fell and she just like hit my knee wrong but yeah so i didn't travel for a lot of sec games because mulkey if you're hurt she doesn't let you travel because she wants that time to be used for recovery and all that stuff the Mm. training so which honestly it was yeah, I did miss traveling and being with the team the whole time. But when the girls would have away games, once I was able to do the recovery and stuff on my own time and not have to go to the training rooms, I was able to kind of go home like for a few like for that weekend. Yeah, so you had that years, so, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I get healthy after like six, five or six weeks. So I like catch the very end of SEC play, and then we go into the sec tournament we lose to kentucky um i don't know if y'all remember that but kentucky won the whole sec tournament they beat us tennessee who was ranked third south carolina ranked first like they just went on a roll so that year what were you what was lsu ranked we were second in sec oh wow Mm -hmm. so we got second both years and then I don't know exactly what we were ranked, but in the national or in the NCAA tournament, we were a three seed, just like we were this year. Yeah. So, who was mm. your least favorite team to play? Who was the team you guys were at the most fired up, biggest rivalry? Um, probably South Carolina or Tennessee. Yeah, I was hoping it was some, it's like, only like us three for the SEC. I was right. hoping it was for some like no name school like Monrovia, <laughs> McNichol, <laughs> <laughs> Monrovia. <laughs> What? Why? Why was it such a rivalry between those teams? Was it just because y'all were so close to being the winners, or you just were the players not nice? Or well, <laughs> South nice. Carolina had they actually won the national championship my junior year, so last year, yeah, and they have just been an unbelievable team. But for that's, uh, but are they a bunch years. of jerks though? Too. I mean, 
It's got to they're actually dirt. not. They're yeah. actually they're really nice. Oh, okay. good. Like they'll block, they'll block our shots and help us up. <laughs> oh, that's nice. How many of the teams are jerks? You don't have to say who they are. Just yeah. To- are there some teams where you're like, oh, um, gosh, those people? Kinda. It's more. It's not really the whole team. It's just that's, players. It's just certain players. That- certain players where you're like, you know what? I'm going to come down on the elbow a little harder when we come down. Yeah. On that one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying it happens. So. It happens. <laughs> oh no! You <laughs> fell down. Darn. Kick. And then you go on. <laughs> I like you said the word kick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, <laughs> people can't see what I'm doing. I also kicked when I said kick. You did. You did. <laughs> Anyways, so junior year ends. What did y'all do in the tournament in the, your junior year? Yeah. So not good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our starter, Alexis Morris, I don't know if she was a player this year. Yeah. Our starting guard. Um, but she also tore her MCL. She had the exact same injury. Right before the SEC tournament. Did she blame you for that? No. <laughs> it's contagious. She caught yeah. it from Emily. Um, but we won We won the first round because we were hosting it at LSU. We won the first round, lost the second round to Ohio State. Mm. So we mm. didn't make it to the Sweet 16. Gotcha. Don't know Ohio. All right. So I so know. Season ends. How you feeling leaving, going back home for your senior year? Yeah, um, it felt good. I mean, obviously, we were sad about Ohio State. Um, a lot of the seniors that I was friends with, or a lot of the seniors that graduated last year, not this past year, but my junior year, I had been with them since freshman year. So it was like yeah. Caleb Winner, Faustina Fua, Jalen Cherry. I had been with them for my three years. So it was really sad to see them all leave because that's like we we were the only ones left from my freshman year. And like last year – I was the only one that had been there for three or four years. Wow. So it was completely new people. So yeah. you were the most senior, senior player. Right. Yep. That is one Definitely. Way the senior, senior. <laughs> so Super senior, senior. senior. <laughs> um, so yeah. So senior year, um, it's, there's only four returners or five, five returners that are practicing in June because the freshman transfers come in July. So there are five of us. And then, Everyone else came in July. Everyone's good. You know, we scrimmage a lot in the summertime. And if y'all, like, a lot of people can tell that we have a lot of big personalities on our team, which I know that you don't really watch basketball, but we definitely got some smack talking happening that was happening was in it? our summer practices. It was, it was in the news. Yeah. <laughs> As the season went on, for sure. But yeah. right yeah. from the beginning, y'all already got some. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. As soon as we all met. Um, but yeah, it was good. Everything was rolling. Um, we came for, well, that was in the summer. We left for two weeks because we have like a break. That's like our off time for the whole year. Um, start school. Everything's going great. Go back to the four-hour practices. <laughs> Those suck. But <laughs> for sure. All right. So when do you find out your team captain? Because that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. That's a big deal. Tell us that story. Yeah. So... I also, so the week before, so it was kind of a big fall semester for me. Um, the, right before we start official practice, maybe not official practice. It was official game. I think it was before our first game. That's what it was. Um, we, that's when I was given my scholarship for this, this past year. So that's when Mulkey was like, you've earned the scholarship. You're getting it. So that was a cool experience. And then for the team captain, we the whole team had voted. We were able to write one name down on a new on a oh no, it was two names down on a note card, like who we want our captains to be. Did you put your own and name so down? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I put Angel and Ladesha Williams because they she's our starting five player and she's awesome. Just who she is and how she plays, she's awesome. Um, but yeah, so then we finished practice one day and Mulkey's like, okay, Emily and Angel are our captains. And then like, that was it. Like, so really, <laughs> that's so anticlimactic. Like, uh, hey, so yeah, you guys are kind of, gonna... <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It just, to me, the way that like, cause obviously I'm not the star player. Like I don't really play. Sorry. Our dog's barking. I don't really play a lot. And so it just shows that you don't really have to be the best player on the team or the best defensive player or best shooter to have a leadership role and have the respect of the people that you play with. 
So Absolutely. it was Hope cool. For you. That's right. Not the most talented, <laughs> but doggone it. People <laughs> like me. No, that's really impressive. Like, that's awesome. And like you Thank said, you. I know you weren't necessarily playing a whole lot, but being there and walking through that whole experience and that I'm sure was a big deal for the team mm-hmm. and the culture. And obviously Coach Mulkey saw that in you and wanted to keep you around. Yeah. So we'll yeah. brag on you again and just say that's <laughs> really impressive. That's a big deal. Thank you. And it and it worked out because it's it was me and Angel Reese. And Angel's more of like the confrontational person. Like I don't like to yell at people. I don't like when people yell at me. So it's like good cop, bad cop. I feel kinda. like she doesn't have any problem with that based on what I've yeah, said. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, but it was awesome. It was fun to be with her. What was it like meeting her for the first time? When did y'all meet? So we met in summer, July that okay. summer when she came. Um, yeah, she got along right away. She's very loud, um, in a fun way, big personality, loud in um, a fun way. That's like you, Scott. Yeah. Am I that loud? You can't. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I feel like you're um, louder than me. Sorry. Sorry. I got off on a tangent. <laughs> I have sp- Super bad ADD, ADHD. <laughs> um, but yeah, we <laughs> he's doing it right now. We started playing scrimmage, like started doing scrimmaging against each other. And I just remember the first time I, because I had obviously watched her at Maryland and watched her before and knew who she was. Um, same with all the other transfers. But I was like, wow, she's good. She can rebound. Like she's just a phenomenal player. So. How much do you watch other teams? That's something I never thought about. Is do you guys like watch highlights and do it for teams you're not playing? Is it only like prep work because you're getting ready to play a team? Well, so we do film. We do a lot of film with the teams that we're about to play and you know our strategy against them and everything. Um, we don't watch like any extra games as a team, but we all just like watch like watch and watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, I mean, I have a lot of different friends on the SEC teams. So it's fun for me to like go and watch them and watch them play. And a lot of, I mean, Maryland, I mean, not Maryland. Angel has a lot of her Maryland friends and people up in that area that she likes to play. And Katiri Poole, she was another transfer. She is played at Ohio State the year before. So oh. she beat us. Yeah. So automatically we don't like her. Right. <laughs> it's a like bitterness. Yeah. Oh. She, she came on the team. You're like, I'm sorry. I Dead can't to talk me. to you. Yeah. She's actually, she's awesome. She was fun. So, <laughs> so your senior year is getting started. We know now, obviously, you were going to win a championship, but was that the buzz in the clubhouse? Were you guys talking in the locker room and saying that, you know, this is a real team that could do this? Or what does that look like to every year you think you're going to win? Yeah, we, I mean, obviously, that's the main goal to win it. Um, we knew that, I mean, to win a national championship is hard. A lot of stuff has to fall into place. You know, everyone has to be healthy. Um, teams have to beat certain teams before you have to take care of the not weaker teams, but the teams that you're supposed to beat. You have to beat them. Um, I think that's what happened to a lot of teams this year is they let someone who wasn't necessarily supposed to beat them beat them just because they were looking ahead or looking past that team. Like um, <laughs> exactly. You can't let them beat you. Exactly. Um, which we almost southeastern actually almost beat us. That was a very close game wow. when we played them. Yeah. Do you feel like you just was it because y'all just didn't y'all were like ah southeastern it'll be fine. And then it <laughs> well was like yeah snuck I mean up on you. Hi, yeah I think so I think we because a lot of people complain about our non conference schedule not being as conference strong competitive. as other people yeah. Um, I said conference and so conference. I I obviously. Like I knew that Southeastern, it's a lot of Louisiana girls, so they want to do their best against LSU. Yeah, right. so they can yeah. have their the bragging rights of yeah, sure. we beat LSU. Right. And basketball the, does happen. Yeah, the one girl, her name is Alexis. She just went off on us from Southeastern, and I don't know, like she just kept posting up on our guards, and it just was not the best. Um, like we didn't know how to guard her, so she just went off. So I think I definitely think it was an awakening for us. We were definitely like, wow, we are beatable. We can't just take all these teams lightly. Like there's there's still division one basketball players. They're still good. Right, right. Like they're not just some random high school team. Like, you know, <laughs> they play basketball in college. They're good. Um but yeah, I think I think we knew that winning the national championship would be a lot of work and we had to take care of business in the preseason, pre SEC season, take care of business in SEC and the tournament. So so y'all have a great year. I know we're fast forward and there's a lot of stuff in between there, but you get to the tournament. You're the three seed. How is, are you mm-hmm. feeling going into the tournament? 
yeah, we we liked our route that we had. You know, we were able to play at home those first two games. And then we played Utah, the Sweet 16 game. That was a very, very tough game. It came down to the wire. We only won by like two points or two or three. I don't one, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> a small march. I just, yeah, I Stupid blacked out during that. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I we were on opposite sides of the bracket at South Carolina, so we loved that. Um, you know, obviously, we would have loved S- South Carolina to be playing with us in the national championship because both SEC teams—that's big. Um, but they were—they're a really good team, so we were happy that we wouldn't meet them until the championship. So, and what's the NCAA tournament like for you guys? What's the so what's something people might not know at home that being on the inside mm-hmm. of that is it that much bigger than like playing the SEC tournament? Is it that much more attention well, media? It's, what's it's all that like? The championship. Thank you, Scott. Just yeah, saying. yeah. So <laughs> the NCAA t- tournament. There's 68 teams to begin with. Um, four of the teams play technically before the tournament starts because they have to like win to get in situation. So in the actual tournament, there's 64. Once they start, you win your first two games. Those are um, 64 teams, and then it goes to 32. Once you win those games, you go to the Sweet 16 tournament style, and you play your Sweet 16 game and your Elite Eight game. So the 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 games are in groups of two. So it's like the first two Sweet 16, Elite Eight. That's those two, and then when you win that, you go to the final four round which is the when there's four teams left and then the national championship all i hear in my head is the street fighter theme where it's just like i see the teams and it's like fight and then it's street (laughs) fighter and then it goes to the next round that's so weird (laughs) that's how my mind that's how your mind works a scary place so you have played in the tournament did you play your sophomore year or was your junior year your first year so when you came back from COVID. yeah yeah so we didn't go we were supposed to go freshman year. We couldn't because right. COVID. Got Sophomore year, we didn't make it. So junior year was your first one. Then so junior year. year was my first one. Second and then time. we lost second round. Yeah. And what were the – is it like with the crowds and stuff? Y'all ready? Does it feel like a like a, just a full home game? Or was it that much bigger and that much more of a just kind of crazy experience as you went further in the tournament? Yeah, it felt – it was definitely crazier as we went further. But those first two games at LSU, it just felt like a normal home game. I mean, it was like sold out crowds, standing room only for those games. But extremely quiet. Second one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it just, it was crazy. I'm I'm very happy that we played at LSU. And actually, Kateri pulled the Ohio State player. She, Ohio State had to come and play at LSU last year because they beat us on our home court. And she told us, she was like, that is the loudest stadium I have ever played in. And she was impressive. like, "That's like one way, one reason I wanted to come here, just because of y'all's fans and how loud it was." That's awesome. So we're like, "Nice, yeah, <laughs> that's right." Don't forget, yeah. It. yeah. And then are you running social media through the whole thing, dude. That's something we haven't talked about, right? Were you running social media for the team while you're doing all this? No, I'm doing that next year. Next year, okay. I knew next you were going year. to do it. I didn't yeah. know if you had started doing that. You were focused on playing. Yeah. <laughs> so you read your notes. So you get to the Sweet 16. How is everybody feeling? What's the vibe? You get to the Elite Eight. It's in Dallas. Is that right? Uh, well, the Elite Eight was in Greenville. Okay. The Sweet 16 Elite Eight were in Greenville. Greenville. And then you go to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we were, we were happy that we got to go to Greenville because the two different regions was Greenville, South Carolina, or all the way up in Oregon or Washington. I think wow. it was Oregon. Um, maybe Washington. Somewhere way far away from Way us. further. Yeah. So we were happy because we were, since we were playing in Greenville in South Carolina, a lot of our fans were able to travel, and there were a ton of people there. Um, so yeah, we we felt good about it. We knew Utah would be a a very tough game because they're a very good team, and then we would either play Miami or Miami Villanova. Those would would have been our games. And Monrovia. So. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Quote of the podcast: yeah, that's Monrovia. Right. Call back. <laughs> All right, so then you win. You get to the final four in Dallas. Everybody losing their mind? Are they ner- Is that even next level nervous? How are you feeling at that point? It's definitely. We were all very excited. So we got home from the round before the Elite Eight game. 
we didn't get back until like 4 a.m. because we got stuck in the rain. And then we had that day to kind of prep. And then the following morning we left for the final four game. So it was almost like we didn't really have time to process that we were going to the final four because it was just such a quick turnaround. Um, But we get there, you know, we go to see our, you know, pick out our NCAA gifts. We practice. It was just because we played where the Dallas Mavericks play. American Airlines, and it's right? Just, yeah. Right. And it's just, it was huge. I mean, it was crazy. Um, we shot on the goals. We we liked them. We were like, well, can't be any worse than we played before. Like, we just didn't, because the SEC tournament was also in Greenville, and we shot so bad that whole time. Really? And we shot bad the entire tournament. Yeah. So we're like, we better do better. Like, <laughs> it's a whole new arena. Clean we got to do some better shooting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we were nervous, but we were like, wow, we've made it to the final four, which obviously huge making it to the final four is great, yeah. but we want to win the national championship. We get to the final four. We knew that Virginia tech would be a hard game. Um, yeah, we're just nervous. We're excited. We're ready to play. Um, we beat them, beat the Hokies. <laughs> um, Terrible name. Scott, what is a hokey? I don't know. <laughs> but you just don't like. It. I just know that I feel like I could beat a hokey. That's that's how terrible the name is. I feel like if I got out there, I could beat the hokies. Just saying. Just. Saying. And I am obviously a specimen of athleticism. Absolutely, that's what everyone we yeah, know. People see me, they go <laughs> says about you, athlete. <laughs> I go. I pointed um, directly at you. Anyway, all right. So then you beat Virginia Tech. So we beat Virginia Tech. Then since our game was the first one, we were able to watch the Iowa-South Carolina game. So that was very interesting because we were like, oh, my gosh, like we don't even know who we would rather play, um, which, I mean, it would have been cool if we had double S- two SEC teams. But us and South Carolina play very similarly, like play similar strategies. So it would have been a harder matchup. And then Iowa is obviously a more three-point shooting team, so it's just a different matchup. So – we are just like, hmm, we don't really know who we want. Iowa ends up winning. First time South Carolina had lost all season. Wow, and they um, lost at the next. You know what you call that? Choke. <laughs> well, they also had someone named Caitlin Clark on Iowa. That was a big deal. Talk about Caitlin Clark. I never Did you her. know her? Talk about ever interact with her before you played? Um, I had not personally. I know a lot of my teammates had. They played against her when they were – up at the diff- their different schools before they transferred. Right. Um, but she's a phenomenal player. She's was picked the best player in the country. I mean, she can shoot the ball. She can. But you're the captain of the LSU. Team. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's trying to get you to go on the low road here and taking the high road. We're proud of you, Emily. You're passing the test. You. That's why you're the captain. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Um, but yeah, we knew going into the game that we weren't going to stop her. She was going to drop 30 on us, just like she had done versus South Carolina. Yeah. So you just um, knew like, not ah, 30 points. They're coming. Yeah. Like we knew, we, we knew we weren't going to be able to stop her. We were just kind of trying to like tame her a little bit. And then we Trip knew that her. we had, to, yeah. <laughs> um, we knew that we had to kind of focus more on the other players and stop them rather than, cause Caitlin, we knew that Caitlin couldn't beat us. On by herself, so Yet. yeah, that's right. And her strength <laughs> is growing. That's true. She still has some eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> I turned her into an evil villain. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what's happening over there. All right, so you're I in. Immediately the- went to Highlander. If anyone knows that movie, that's a deep <laughs> reference. <laughs> anyway, so you're in the national championship. You guys, I feel like people don't realize. Hold too, on, I have one about. question. Yeah. Night before national championship, you're in. What do you do? Do you sleep? Do you just hang out? Are you nervous? What happens? Yeah. We, so the way that the tournament was set up, we played on Friday. We were off Saturday, played Sunday. So that Saturday was full recovery for like everyone. We only practiced for an hour. I mean, that was how long NCAA allowed us to practice, but it wasn't like a super hard practice. It was more about, you know, how we're going to guard this play and how we're going to guard certain people and trapping and all of that. Um, but yeah, it was really just about recovery. A lot of the girls got in the ice tubs and did, you know, all of the recovery stuff that we normally do. So, but for you personally, 
Like, were you For so nervous? Could you not sleep? I mean, did you get good sleep? Were you um, scared? I was. I was honestly doing homework a lot of the time because I. Oh, that's such a bummer! <laughs> Fully <laughs> dedicated student right there. That's right. Not out um, partying. So yeah, she's like, well, I mean, this is all cool and everything, but I do need to get a degree. So yeah, we were we were all pumped. We were all excited. Um, I remember I'm roommates with Alexis Morris when we travel. And she was like, gosh, I just wish we could play right now. Like, I'm so pumped. I'm, I want to just play them. Um, so, and yeah, like, I think. And, and you said to her, hey, can you pipe it down? I'm trying to study. That's right. <laughs> Will you do these flashcards with yeah. me? <laughs> she, was actually, she was actually quiet because she was over there watching film versus Iowa. So we were kind of just doing our own thing. Um, but, yeah, we were, we were all excited. We, I think with the nerves, it was more nerve-wracking in the Final Four game just because we didn't it was like kind of all new to us. You know, it's a bigger stage, a big, a different arena. Um, but I think once we played in the final four, we were okay for it. I mean, obviously we were still nervous because it's the national championship, sure. but it wasn't it's like, like, you, like yeah. you've done it now. Game. You've done it once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It, would, it would be weird if you weren't nervous. It'd be weird <laughs> if you were like, Oh, we got this guy. No big deal. Yeah. Oh man! So it gets the national championship game, and how are you guys feeling? What does Mulkey say? What's the locker room like before you get started? Yeah, so we're all just like, guys, we have one more game left. We had already played freaking like five games. Um, the tournament, the tournament's fast. It's a fast-paced tournament, um, so it's hard on your body. It's hard on your mind, especially when you're a student athlete. Um, but the pregame speech, I just remember Mulkey. She was like, "Just go out there and do your best." do your best. I know you're going to make some turnovers and bad shots and bad passes. Like you're not going to be perfect. I don't expect you to be perfect, but just go out there and do the best that you can do. And don't um, lose. She, yeah. <laughs> she, she knew that it was going to be a battle the whole time. So for sure. And then like, so is there like, are you doing interviews? Is there celebrities around? What is that like the day of the championship? Yeah. So the whole, pretty much the whole tournament, um, you do like a 30 minute media session. So any media person can come in there and talk to you before practice and then after practice and then after the games. So there's like a bunch of different sessions, but for the national championship, when we had practice that Saturday, they could come in and talk to us after our practice. And then before or for the national championship, we had like a 45 minute grace period afterwards to where we had to wait and talk to the media people before we could, I'll leave. See, I would hate that. You would be horrible at that. <laughs> I, I think I would be great at it. It would just be annoying. Cause like, especially like not so much after the game, but I'm thinking like between practices, cause you, you're trying to focus, you're trying to get done. You're trying to accomplish this great thing. And then you got to have some guy coming up. Well, how do you feel about being the national championship? And you're Ask like the same yeah. questions. Over I yeah. feel no, the same not. thing that I just said to that guy. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's move along, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And it just sucked because for the, Final four game, all of my family members were on the audience or in the stands watching the other game, and we wanted to hurry up and get out there and you know watch who we were about to play. But we had to do media, and then after the national championship, like we just won, we don't really not don't want to talk to people, but like we would rather just do it later and just yeah, because yeah, because right I'm sure you get the same stupid questions like how does it feel to be a winner? Like all the things we well, asked on this know, podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Bob. How does it feel to be a winner to you? Pretty dang good, Bob. Is that Bob Costas? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Bob Costas. <laughs> All right. So it's national championship. The game is exciting. It's great. Y'all win. Obviously, we're skipping over stuff. Go watch the highlights. It was great. And what's cool, too, for me is my girls, Nora's seven, Eliza's fours. We watched the, I think we watched three games. We got tuned in and doing it and obviously knowing your mom. And they got so excited and they got so into it and just seeing that and just the, the crazy story, the run of it was so exciting. It's great. What's that moment like when you guys actually win the game? You go run out in the court and you're a national champion. Yeah, it felt it felt crazy. Um, you know, a lot of the girls were pumped up with like three minutes left in the game. I was like, guys, y'all need to calm down. Like, Iowa shoots a lot of three-pointers, so they can easily come back right now and win. Um, I was like, we cannot celebrate just yet. I was like, we can't jinx it. Um and then with about a minute and a half left, we made a three-pointer. And I'm like, okay, we actually, like, we won this. Like, it was just, like, a relief. Um, the coaches were 
once the time was in like 10 seconds or whatever, they were like holding us back. Like, don't get on the court yet. <laughs> don't get a technical. We we're like, oh, fine, whatever. Um, but yeah, we run out there. Everyone's jumping and hugging and spinning. Angel and Elisa, one of like two of my teammates, they they fell on the floor, like hugging each other, um, celebrating. They're trying to give us our national championship hats, trying to give us our shirts. Um, confetti's flying. Then they're like, okay, move out the way. We, we have to build the stage. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so we like move this way or like move over. Um, yeah, it was just crazy. I remember like looking up at the stands, finding my parents, and it just was like, wow, we actually won this thing. Like, just so hard to do. So, and my senior year. That's right. right. And so, so how, how big is the ring? <laughs> the championship. So, we ring. actually. So we all picked the boys, the male version. Yes. So it's like a big list. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're like, we're never going to wear this. So you want to. Yeah, you got to go big. If it's the night, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would want one that would literally cover up m- the majority of my ring finger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just where it's like. Bigger the better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they're big. We haven't designed them yet, but we can personalize them kind of however we want. So that's awesome. We'll do that eventually, but <laughs> one thing at a time. Yeah. All right. So who was the first person you talked to? Did you get to find your mom? Did you go afterwards after you get a chance to go? What was the first interaction you had as a national champion? Um, probably like besides my teammates co- and yeah. my coaches, it was probably my mom. Cause they let you were allowed to have one person come on the floor with you. That's awesome. So I was like, mom, dad, y'all are going to have to pick which one gets. <laughs> Arm I'm <wrestling>. not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my dad was like, mom, like Mary, you can go. So I ran over there, hugged my mom. She's like freaking out, crying. Um, but yeah, but I kept, I kept looking over there at my dad and my brother. Like I see y'all. I wish y'all could be down here. Yeah. Um, but my mom was really just there to take pictures. I mean, obviously she was there to celebrate, but she was my picture person. She just kept, <laughs> she like had my phone like, okay, picture, picture, picture. <laughs> So awesome. Um, but it was special. And then a lot of the girls also had one of their parents come. So it was just kind of like just cool to see yeah. all of our parents with us. Absolutely. A, a long career paying off in one of the pinnacles of sports. That's such a yeah. great story, Emily. That's so awesome. And then y'all get to do a parade. You got to go and celebrate yeah. at home. There were a ton of people, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. We had the parade. We each, all the players and the staff members had our own car. I had a yellow convertible. Nice. Um, maybe it wasn't a convertible. I don't know, some yellow, really nice car. I'm not really good with cars, but it's something. Yeah. Okay. I think it starts <laughs> with a um, Corvette. That's what it was. There yeah, you Corvette. go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the people driving me were they were super sweet. Very thankful that they let me just sit on the hood of their car, but. <laughs> We go, we go through the whole LSU campus. It's cool, just throwing Mardi Gras beads and everything. Then we get to the PMAC. There's a ton of people there. We're up on stage. They, the person running it, hosting it, they told me before the parade that the seniors were gonna have to talk at the big or at the big ceremony. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, which I'm I was kind of used to talking because they would always have me and Angel talk. Like at our send offs or whatever, because we're the captain. captain. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, just another time. No big deal. Yeah. Um, Thousands of people. Yeah. It was was cool. You know, Coach Mulkey got the key to Baton Rouge. Hit the gritty. We played that clip at church. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was the highlight (laughs) for me. Um, Yeah. And it was just cool because it's, that was a good time to celebrate it with all of my friends. Yeah. That weren't able to come to the championship. So that's awesome. Yeah. It was crazy. (laughs) Quite a run. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for coming on and talking thank about it, you. And sharing your story there. Any yes. last things? Because I just think about like, well, you, I was, I oh. mean, I have, no, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> you want to talk like, I just want to talk basketball no, specific. Yes. You get into the, the weeds. I like this. the ball. <laughs> it's it's orange. Like it feels. <laughs> yeah. Thank Is you. it orange? It's more of a brownish. It's orange. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, excuse she me. She wouldn't know. She's a national champion scout. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for giving us your time, by the way. Absolutely. And yeah. any just last Captain. final thoughts of people listening to this? And I just think about your journey and perseverance and not giving up and all the stuff and up and downs you went through and going and just something that you would like to say as we wrap up today. Yeah. Um, I think 
one reason that I was able to kind of make it through, you know, not traveling for my injury and then having the scholarship and then not having it, um, just all that. I just stayed very optimistic the whole time. Um, I stayed who I was. I stayed true to my faith. That's very important to me, obviously. Um, but yeah, I knew that I was just grateful to be at LSU. You know, I was trying to tell the girls one time after practice when we were kind of all complaining about our four hour practices, but I was like, guys, there's so many girls that wish that they could practice right now with us. And we're 15 of the only girls in the country that get to do this. Um, and I was like, I know none of y'all are from Louisiana, but I am. And there's just so many girls in the state that would love to be here. I mean, even out of the state, obviously, because it's LSU. Yeah. But I was like, just you'll have to kind of switch your perspectives on it. Like, oh, we have to do this. We have to do this. Have to go to study hall. Have to practice like this. Um, but it's like, no, we we're able to do this. We get the opportunity to do this. And so that's why you're the captain. Exactly yeah. <laughs> right. A great one. Mm-hmm. A national Thank champion, you. Captain. Absolutely. <laughs> Emily Ward, thanks for talking with us today. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Thanks for downloading Backstage with the Simple Church podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Get it each week, and we will be back next week with some more great info. But with not as good as a guest. No national champions next week. <laughs> that I can guarantee. <laughs> we have probably pinnacle hit the top of that. We have pinnacled? We've pinnacled. I don't think that's the right verb. <laughs> that's like right. It. On that note, bye-bye. I'm not a college graduate. <laughs>